welcome back to The Hive. And again, we've our special guest, Sarah Brewster, who's back with us for another appearance. So we didn't frighten her off too much last time. And our regular uh, contributor, Lorna Leeson. So thank you for joining us. And today we're going to be responding to a, a bit of a heartfelt plea that I picked up on a forum on, online. Um, it was an online forum, particularly around working from home. And um, I'll, I'll read, you, read you what she said. Despite being an introvert, I'm missing the office, office environment now that COVID-19 has led me to work from home. I see the benefits and I'm doing my best to embrace it, but I'm looking for tips on how to improve the feeling of isolation. My job is siloed in that I only have my manager and work with very few other people, and my manager is hands-off for the most part. So, this is somebody who is essentially quite a happy introvert, but even they're missing the office environment. Um, perhaps plays a little bit as one of some of the things we've talked about a lot on these about everyone's an individual and you've got to recognise people have different different drivers. But even someone who accepts that they're introverted is missing some of their co company of the office, um, struggling with feeling very isolated. Um, and I, I thought it was it was such a kind of heartfelt plea that we might be able to sort of share some ideas and some suggestions, but also what can our listeners who are particularly HR people, team leaders, internal comms people, it, how can they be aware of these challenges, which this person clearly isn't going to be, you know, the only person feeling this way and what can they do to help people in this situation? So Sarah, it, it, it starts towards an area I think that is particularly of interest to you, which is the whole sort of mental health, and well-being things so what what would you say um from a first of all from a sort of management perspective what what can people be doing to help support the home workers who are feeling isolated it's really interesting i'm talking to um uh, a friend actually who's who's got this same challenge but from the management point of view um and i think what she faces is um is how to bring a team together during these these times when actually we we are working remotely and and I think that's a pretty common thread across uh, across this and it, and it, and we've lost those landmark moments of of banter and chit chat around the coffee um, making or yeah, the water the meeting in the corridor yeah and 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 whilst obviously we know that productivity has gone gone up we've kind of we've still missing that that social interaction um and i i, I social interaction is, is really key to that communication and actually more more than that those moments outside of kind of meetings and decisions that are made it's that those moments where you really pick up on in the nuances of how someone is and what they're doing and and so they're vital really um and i think really it's on everyone to be conscious of the fact that we have missed those so trying different routes to communication so trying to just pick up the phone and have a chat or pick up you know even having i i use audio messages actually and i send colleagues little audio messages but actually what it's what it's it's really powerful because you've a little bit of banter so it's a little bit silly but actually it makes it breaks up that kind of monotony of what what is also otherwise just sort of being sat at zoom or teams or whatever it is all day long yeah. so it, and, and we, we we by bringing that connection together you sort of feel that you're part of something so key to this is those connect those connection points and, and because they've changed it's about being creative 
with how we make those. And I understand that for some managers, that's not easy. For some managers, that's not what they lead with. They don't think that, and they may well be introverted themselves. Mm. But perhaps that's where they need the wider support of the HR department and the and their management team to think of ways to support each other and, and communicate. And, and, and also having rules about cameras. You know, in my friend's organisation, they're allowed to start meetings with the cameras off. Well, even the very first few seconds, having the cameras on is just, it shows your presence. It shows a presence that you don't otherwise have. So actually that's quite powerful, right? Because you, mm. you can see someone's face and you can see their reaction. And although we can't read the nuances quite in quite the same way, we can still see whether they're smiling or whether they're a bit better. Yes. So there's, yes. I, think, I think there are ways. We've just got to be creative. Be more creative, uh, which, is, which is so much of what, has been a recurring theme throughout this whole thing hasn't it is it's about being proactive and yeah. thinking harder about things rather than just doing the things the way you've always done them Lorna didn't am I right in saying didn't you go through a a bit of a random phase just lately where you were actually having telephone conversations with people radical than... radical right <laughs> yeah I know really? um I, so <laughs> I, I, I felt I, I have a bit of a love hate with all the technology that enables us to, to connect with people at the moment because I miss the connection so much and I think human to human connection is so important um so and you, yet, very, you identify with this particular plea then really I, I do I do, oh, I do I think I'm an ambivert I don't I don't like the label extrovert mm -hmm. introvert so I'll sit on the fence thank okay, you um but I do miss the human connection and I don't think technology always always helps great, by itself great, it needs to be used intentionally mm -hmm. you need to be really intentional with how you use it so um somebody was been messaging me back and forth on a, a social media channel with some request for help with something and i just thought i haven't got any time i think this i'm just going to pick up the phone out of the blue um we actually hadn't exchanged phone numbers i just went on the website and got their mobile number and I said, it's Lorna, let's have a chat. <laughs> because I just, I couldn't be doing with all of the everything else. It just mm. felt like technology was a barrier at that point. Mm -hmm. And I do that um, quite a lot with clients as well. Just a, a phone call out of the blue rather than I'm replying to this Slack or Teams message or I'm going to schedule something. And we've spoken about that before when we talked about the Zoom fatigue. Mm. But something that I think I've been reflecting on quite a bit since we did the episode on Zoom fatigue, because this is the world we live in, is how do we, to the point that you were both making, um, be more thoughtful and more intentional with the way that we're using the tools that we just have to use. Um, I was running and participating in a workshop yesterday across two different countries and four different time zones. And in the end, one of the things that I did was I set up two different screens um one so that i could see the presentation with the little faces at the bottom and the other so that i could see all of the faces because what was really important to me was being able to read the room and even though you if you weren't in the room being able to see oh was so and so how did they react to that particular comment it looks like they might have something to say how did that land with them i think um sarah's point about being able to see people's faces is so important mm. I've noticed that as lockdown's gone on and kind of people have been struggling to juggle all sorts of things and maybe the house hasn't been as tidy as you want or the kids have gone a bit feral then people have been turning their cameras off and there have been a few clients that I've actually worked with and I've said you know what 
just put the team's background on or put the zoom filter on whatever makes you feel comfortable about showing up but there is something really important about seeing somebody's face talking face um, to face seeing the whites yeah. in their eyes you don't replace replace all the human energy but you do need to be really intentional and also i love this format because it's three of us and i think there's probably about as many as you can have a real conversation mm. with mm. and look at somebody and pay attention to what's going on with them or how are they reacting do they want to chip in i think when you've got 16 17 20 tiny boxes on a screen may as well have just pre-recorded something and broadcast it at them yeah so people want connection and we need to seek out the the ways we can do that really intentionally so would you say then it's um i mean coming back to this this cry for help almost i mean i'm putting it quite that extreme but you know this request for support it comes back to team leaders line managers really knowing their people and knowing the individual preferences and desires of those individuals and making sure that you're you're playing to them i mean this this particular person said that their manager is hands off for the most part too which i mean is an immediate red flag isn't it um yeah. why is their manager hands off um well they were they probably a pants be. manager before covid and they're not going to have transformed post covid yeah, I was going to say, I think it goes back to, an eight, to, to a problem that pre-existed COVID and perhaps goes back to that problem about we still don't, we don't give managers tools to be managers. We, mm. we, we, we promote people into management roles, but we don't give them the, the skill sets to become managers. And communication is one of the most vital uh, skills that you can have as a leader mm. and, and it may not sit comfortably with everybody but there are still ways that you can teach someone to, to have powerful conversations and connections and certainly the other point to that is that um, is a point I made earlier about um, well-being and, and our duty of care we're, we're not empowering leaders to understand what that bit means either so when we don't understand that we have a duty of care and why we have a duty of care and how that can become and how we can manage that managers don't know how they don't know they don't have the tools to do the how and that a lot of that duty of care is the listening isn't it it's the communication yes. It's, the, yes. it's the conversations that you have and actually it's not fluffy nor is it glib it's it's actually tangibly brilliant and powerful and done well this girl wouldn't feel isolated she'd feel connected mm. and therefore she'd feel more productive mm. and when we we were talking earlier about productivity but productivity is so key in 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 any situation regardless of covid productivity is the key and that comes down to feeling feeling empowered and mm. feeling mm. that you're important and that you matter and this poor girl perhaps doesn't feel that she matters that she matters and she's just there and isolated regardless yeah. of whether you're an extrovert or you're an introvert or whether you're the alpha male or whether you're you know whatever character you bring to work you should feel that you matter to the business because otherwise what's the point of the recruitment process and what's the point of all that clever onboarding that we do as hr people and then we go and ask people to not be important in the business no that's not how it works so mm -hmm. i think there's a bigger message here that i don't think just sits specifically within the covid um subject i think it sits across that management lesson that we need to be better managers
better at soft skills show comes right back to our first episode where we talked about empathy and emotional intelligence about having the empathy to work out that somebody perhaps needs a bit more support and a bit more interaction um yeah okay lovely anything to add to that before we close lorna just think i mean the question was what do i do and i think mm. there is something very practical if you are surrounded by uh, maybe managers who aren't doing this is to know that you there's nothing stopping you from being from seeking that connection yourself and it might not necessarily be at work it might not be the, but you know then go and find it in other ways in mm. your local community or with your own networks if you're not getting it from work make sure you're getting it elsewhere because actually those reserves have to be kept topped up Yes. You can't expect that to be delivered, you know, by yes. a manager who's maybe not equipped. Absolutely. And there, there is still an enormous need and people be biting people's hands off for volunteering and contributions in all manner of community ways that can fill that gap, as you, as you yeah. suggested there. Lovely. Great stuff. Lorna, thank you. Sarah, thank you. Um, and thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.